Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Now then, hang on to them hats and glasses. Quiet, we're on the air. This is a Kitty Pod production. The Keep It To Yourself podcast is recorded on the ancestral lands of both the Mohawk and Mohican tribes. The Keep It To Yourself podcast is produced and recorded by a real-life human being for other real-life human beings. Though I hope one of these days we can replace this host with Chant GPT. From Television City in Hollywood. Hey, man! Welcome to episode number 203 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, the most above-average podcast ever to hit your ear holes. And our first episode of 2024, if you could believe that. My name, of course, and as always, is Jason Bullitt. The regulator, innovator, dominator, creator, updater, pussy, imitator, assassinator, baby. I demand the hour to remember the power, too sweet to be sour. They call me Mr. Tibbs. I'm your friend. That's right, it's me, Smokey Bear. Hi, boys and girls, I'm Jimmy Carl Black. I'm the Indian of the group. Gosh, what a neat guy. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. And I'm coming to you once again from the rolling and soon-to-be snowbound hills of Saratoga County, New York. Recording this the first weekend of the new year as we're preparing for our first big snowstorm of the season. Thank you, climate change. But on a more positive note, I hope all of you had a wonderful holiday season. You guys are back in the swing, back in the routine, the grind, the hustle, all that stuff as we near the completion of the first week of this new year, 2024. Man, I can't believe I just said that. It just really knocked me for a loop. But anyway, I hope you all had a holiday season, as I mentioned just moments ago. I'm going to tell you all about it in this episode. This is one of those things where it's relaxed fit, we're back to the grind. And I'm also going to give you some coming attractions, as it were, of what to expect in the year ahead. Or at least the first few months of same. Alright folks, before I get buried in a future snowbank, let's get to the social media. You can follow this podcast on Instagram at keep underscore podcast. Actually, it's keep it to yourself podcast. That was my old Twitter slash X handle before I deleted it. Whoopsie daisies. Sorry. (laughs) This year's already off on a bad start. I should think so too. Oh, by the way, happy new year, bud. Alright, jeez. Alright, get him out of here. Man, I don't want to mess with him too much in 24. But anyway, you can follow this podcast on Instagram. We're no longer on Twitter, X, etc. At Keep It To Yourself Podcast. There's the Facebook page, facebook.com slash K-I-T-Y-S podcast. Or you can just search Keep It To Yourself Podcast on Facebook and their search engine. And there's also the world's loneliest email, K-I-T-Y-Pod at gmail.com. So there you have it right there. Alright folks, this whole thing is going to be the vanity portion. This whole episode of the podcast that is. And I'm going to tell you in some detail what I did during this holiday season. Or at least in the few weeks since last I spoke and you listened. Now when last we left your humble host, he was getting ready for Christmas. He had already recorded the 2023 holiday shit fest. Hope you guys got to check that out. During the late holiday season that just passed. That was a heck of a show. Let me tell you. Listening back to that. I'll tell you. It was the first time 
in a long time that I laughed so hard in the podcast. It was amazing. And with everything that had gone on in the last few months leading up to this, I sure as heck needed it. I will be the first to tell you. So that was the night before Christmas. Oh, actually, two nights before. The last night to go out to bars, etc. And get sloshed before you had to deal with the family and the in-laws and all that stuff. All the drama and tension and this, that, and the other. So me, Adam Parada, Joe Bruno, and Don Benway, as you heard in that episode, assembled at Druthers. We originally said Henry Street Tap Room, by we, I mean I. Browns, pal. Happy New Year. Thanks, Vince, and same to you. I don't know how much longer you have left on this earth, but what the hell. Anywho's it's... As you heard in the beginning of that episode, or at least when we all four of us got to roll sound and started the old ratchet jaw bit, I pulled one over on old apes. I thought we were going to Henry Street Tap Room, but instead we decided on Druthers. Now, listening back to the episode, as I did a number of times during the holiday season, oh, you think I'm that much of a sad sack? I wound up thinking to myself, I think we did a good job, all things considered, with the noise and everything. I thought back in two years ago, that was the clearest we could hear ourselves. But then again, it was getting to closing time, so I'll make of that what you will. So we get done at Druthers sometime after we hit the stop button. We settle the tab, and then we wound up going to Nine Maple Avenue, or Nine Maple as it's called, this little bar slash jazz club, and a little band box of a joint, and get a jazz band playing, a little two-man ensemble, Packed deep to the bar, like too deep to the rail. My goodness gracious, it was kind of loud there. So we had a nice little conversation. Don left briefly. And given the fact that I left at about 11.15 that night, I wound up not seeing him the rest of the time. So you know, I bid Joe and Adam adieu at about that time, wish their Merry Christmas, and then that was it. So that takes us to Christmas Eve. Didn't get much done. You know, it was just relaxing, getting ready for the holiday. And it wound up being just the three of us for supper. I forgot what we had, but it was a special meal. I don't We had some Italian. I don't know, to be honest with you. It's been so long now, so far in the rearview mirror. But that takes us up to Christmas Day. Now, here's a little switch. The last few years, it would just be me at the house all by myself. Well, except for a part in about midday when I would be over at my sister's house. You know, spending time with her, my brother-in-law, and in some sense, my nephew. If he wasn't upstairs in his room playing video games, that is. We would see him later, but let's get to the first part before we mess with that. Assemble in the car about 9.30 Christmas morning. Bundled in, Nancy behind the wheel, because Dad's neurologist has yet to clear him for getting back behind the wheel himself. And Lord knows when that's going to happen. And we sallied forth first to my dad's fiance's house in North Adams, Massachusetts. She got some stuff done. I just sat on the couch, did not turn on the TV, just messed around on my phone. You know, doing J-Bullet things. Just hanging around, didn't even take off my jacket, kept that buck on. And then we switched cars and shuffled off to his da- her daughter's house. Once again, jeez, I'm breaking a the resolution there. So went back to her daughter's house and had a nice little feast of prime rib, asparagus, 
uh, take on the old baked potatoes, baked shrimp. My goodness, they fed us well. They gave me a little Christmas present, which I stupidly left behind at their place, and I DM'd Nancy's daughter. That's my dad's fiance, by the way. Nancy, that is. And say, hey, listen, uh, I thanks for hosting us. I really appreciate it. Thanks for inviting me, most of all. But one small favor I got to ask you. Could you send that gift over to the house? I say, we'll find a way. It's been almost two weeks. haven't seen it yet. Uh, cross your fingers on that whole deal. Well, Christmas kept going. Sometime after we got home, the other part of our family arrived. By that, I mean the aforementioned sister, brother-in-law, and nephew. They had brought a turkey, which they had cooked at their place earlier in the day. And they had just gotten out of the oven, brought it over. So that left the biscuits to be cooked. And we wound up having turkey for Christmas dinner. First time in Lord knows how long. And then sometime between the main course and dessert, we assembled here in the living room of Bullet House and opened up presents. I didn't get anything really special. I think that's how it is when... Yeah, that's how Christmas is when you're an older person. You don't get as much uh, in the way of really boffo gifts, even though you do give out some boffo gifts yourself. And maybe some questionable choices. For example, both my dad's fiance and my sister got DeLonghi, not a sponsor, coffee makers of one sort or another. We got a little espresso maker in the kitchen here at the house. So that's one example. I got gift cards to various businesses. I used one of them earlier today as of time of recording. Got some real boffo stuff there too. I think one of the books was a book on autism so far as I know. But anywho, it's, it was a great Christmas. It was a rather unique one too. All that we've been going through the last few months. My dad recovering from his stroke and everything. It really made it special. And speaking of which, the Friday before Christmas, I'm going to jump back in the timeline if I could. I took that day off, and if you haven't heard before, I work at this job. And this company gives us four floating holidays in the weeks of Christmas and New Year's, and we have until about mid-December to mid-January to cash them in. Some people take a week off. They cash all four of them in one shot. Me, I like to spread the wealth, you know, hither, dither, and yither. That way, you know, man, again, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't get the priority. I don't get the prime dibs because I'm a little lower in the totem pole as far as experience goes. Seniority means with the choices dates, you get the first dibs. But in any event, back to the lecture at hand, the first of these four floating holidays came the Friday before Christmas, and I scheduled these originally to take my dad to his outpatient appointments up in Saratoga. So I got in my car, and so did my dad, obviously, and we drove up to Wesley Healthcare. Now, Nancy gave me a little debriefing before all this went down, and I say, all right, well, your dad's suffering a stroke. He's, you don't say, do I turn like left, right? Say, which way? And he'll point the way. So it was all good. I was pretty calm behind the wheel on the trip over, but the trip home, oh boy, yikes. We went essentially the same way, but you had a little communication difficulty. I, then again, I can argue that this was going on long before he had the stroke. So we wound up going across Route 50 when he, I, when he told me there's a traffic light turn here. We'll go through downtown. 
Saratoga Springs, that is. But instead, we get on the north way, turn left at the racetrack, and then we get on the north way that way, and that's how we made it home. So it was kind of a fractious first time taking Dad to his appointments. I'm going to be doing it again. Too. Actually, I did it again this past Thursday, and I'll be actually burning some PTO pay time off in about a couple weeks' time. And we're going to have a little break for lunch in that regard. Just check the schedule in the kitchen. Oy, oy, oy. I'll tell you, it's going to be interesting, I'll tell you. Have a bunch of PTO, I may as well. All right, so I wound up working most of the holiday week between Christmas and New Year's. Took that Friday off, went shopping, went to a certain department store. Used up some of the gift card money, bought me some clothes. I got some other things, too, I don't recall. They had this promotion where you would have a scarf. That was, if you spend at least $5, they give you a scarf for free. So it's go up to the sales desk, hello, confusion. I went in the men's department and said, I don't know about that. You better go, like, near the shoe department. So, okay. So I went to the register there, waited a few minutes, and they had to call up and say, hey, what about this promotion? Are we having that? Or is he just making shit up? She didn't say it that way, but you could, that was the intent. Well, the person on the other end of the line said, yeah, we do. You know, just come up to the sales desk on the second floor. We'll give you a scarf. You had a choice of four colors of the scarf. And I took a blue one. It looked pretty nice. I have a scarf of my own, so I gave mine to Nancy. Now, the one I got at that is. So, quiet day before, the day before New Year's. Went out with a friend of mine to lunch in Saratoga. Then, all, every Saturday, I, I was kind of surprised they did this. My nephew had basketball. So, I went to the high school and watched both those games. And I'm going to do that as soon as I'm done recording this portion. Kind of surprised they did that over the holiday break. But, it was their decision and... Well, I don't have any kids myself. None that I know about. <laughs> so I'm like, I just go along with it. All three of us assembled Avenger style at the Mechanicville High School. Just down the road from Bullet House. Well, New Year's Eve came. And it was pretty quiet again. Then we had the rest of the family over. And for the second time in a week, it was prime rib for supper. So, very nice. My uh, sister, husband, and brother-in-law came back. Had a nice little time with them. Had some dessert. Pretty pretty oddball. It's something we really don't do. Gather as a family for dinner on New Year's Eve. Well, sometime later, I went to my friend Dave's house down in Albany. Then I went into their house. I left about 8 o'clock or thereabouts. Stopped at a certain local convenience store. And it had this promotion where from 6 till close, 6 in the evening that is, you would have free coffee or hot cocoa or tea or whatever. And that's probably like if you're going to a New Year's party, it can help you stay up and watch the ball drop at midnight from Times Square. Well, I took advantage. This maple French toast coffee, like, oh, that sounds good. Didn't have much left in that hot pot, I will say. A little thing where you just press the lever down. <coughs> the coffee comes out in dribs and drabs. And I had to get a smaller cup. I'm like, all right, I know it's free, but I want to get my money's worth. So I went and did that. Got me some safe foods here because, you know, with 
Alright, and the run up to the holidays, I gotta back the truck up one more time if I could. I was watching this fellow from Australia, not that it means anything, and he has this series of uh, videos on YouTube. He has his own channel called Autism from the Inside, formerly Asperger's from the Inside. And in the run up to Christmas, New Year's, etc., the whole holiday complex, he was having some tips for, like, if you're on the spectrum, how do you handle yourself, you know, with socializing and all these holiday parties and family gatherings and this, that, and the other. Well, I figured I'm going to get myself uh, one of these little uh, cookie packs. Not like a big thing like Oreos or something like that, but just like a little uh, individual size. So I have a thing called Fudge Fantasies, and I had that as my safe food. I never told anybody, but nobody ever batted an eye. Well, I had about as good a time as I could at this party. We had about 10 people at the at the peak of activity, at the high, if you will. And here's where the unfortunate part comes in. Guess what? Wound up that about half the participants had already decided to get out of there so they could avoid driving sometime after midnight because we knew all the drunkards were going to be out tearing up the roadways when they had no reason to. You know, because they were all uh, drunk to the hill and had more than a snootful. But in any event, there was just a small handful of people when 2024 came into town at midnight. And I stayed a little bit longer. It was about 12.05. I said, all right, I'm out of here. I will see you guys, well, later today, really. <laughs> it was January 1st, 2024 already. So I left it sometime past midnight. Didn't get home until close to 1 a.m. Well, New Year's Day dawned. And I wound up... Now, this is my usual tradition here the last few years. I didn't do it during COVID. And I somehow didn't do it this year. In the past, I would have this whole thing. New Year's morning, about 10, 11 o'clock. I would drive up to the Saratoga Casino Raceway Hotel Money Grab type place. You know, go gambling to start the year. Then I would go into downtown Saratoga, make my way to North Shore Bookstore, use my gift card that I got for Christmas or my birthday or whatever. And then afterwards, take a nice little New Year's stroll through downtown, notably Caroline Street, where all the bars are, or most of them anyway, and just see the detritus from all the celebrations the night previous. You know, hats, streamers beer cans, one thing or another. You know, the, here it is the morning after the night before. I just want to see what I had missed by not being there fighting the crowds for New Year's Fest, formerly first night. Well, I just wound up not doing it. And also, Adam Parada, if you're listening, Happy New Year. Glad you had a safe trip back out west. And also, I had scheduled a coffee date with Mr. Parada on New Year's Day. He said, you want to do 2 o'clock in the afternoon? I said, sure. But then I started thinking to myself, wait a minute. I had this other event going on in Latham. I don't think it would make a lick of sense to backtrack, go north, and then head south. So sometime early in the morning, I wound up texting Am, saying, hey, listen, man, uh, I hate to do this to you, but I'm going to have to cancel our coffee date. Hopefully I'll uh, see you around before too, too long. Have a safe trip out west. Happy New Year to you and your family and all that. So he's like, oh, bummer, man. All right. 
So he said, okay, man, too bad, but well, whatever. Now, the ulterior motive here was my dad's fiance decided New Year's Day would be the perfect day to take all the holiday decorations down, you know, put everything in the cellar, in the garage, wherever it was previously, when the holiday season began sometime after Thanksgiving. So I figured, well, that's one way to get out of it, housework. I don't know when we're going to take the sunbucks down. And now here we are, I'm at the living room of Bullet House, got all this Valentine's Day stuff here in the living room. But back to the story, I wound up spending a good part of the mid-morning and then into the early afternoon not watching college football, the Rose Parade. Rather, I was helping the family with getting our artificial tree back down cellar, taking down the ornaments beforehand, obviously, and, you know, getting all the stuff out of there, nativity sets off the coffee table, you know, this, that, and the other. So there was that. Then, late that afternoon, I wound up going to this diner in Latham, and we had a uh, supper and a game night. I got there pretty late because there was a goodly crowd. In fact, there were more people at this event than there were at the New Year's party. Even before everybody started leaving right about 10, 30, 11 o'clock the night previous. Well, it was a great dinner. I had my go-to, that's called the Expo Burger. And if you're at this place, I'll give them the shout-out. If they want to sponsor me in 24, that's nice. Latham 76 Diner on Route 9. And my go-to thing there is called the Expo Burger. I learned how to make this type of burger I've had a few times this summer. Just get on the grill, it's Swiss cheese, some Montreal steak seasoning right in the patty, and they had some onion straws right at the bottom. I used to put mine at the top, get a little extra crunch. But these are onion straws, and they're right on top of the heel of the bun. Well, no matter how it was constructed, it was really good. Then we wound up playing games. I wound up playing Yahtzee, but with all the stuff going on, it you know I'm only good for one round because it takes forever to play the game, all the strategizing and whatnot. So there was that, and by the time 7 o'clock rolled around, I was like, all right, I've had my fill, I'm out. Maybe like 6.30, somewhere around there. I just decided, you know, that's a great capper on the holiday season. And I'm going to get going. Then I had January the 2nd off. So that was day number three of my four floating holidays. I was originally going to take my dad up to Saratoga. But Nancy wound up doing the job. So I did some shopping in the afternoon. And that was it. Nice capper on the holiday season. And this has been a very long vanity portion. Some would say longer than it had any right to be. You're welcome, America. All right, folks, we're about to bring this rickety flight home, but before we get there, got a couple of things we want to take care of. First up, pod shout-outs. GFA Live, Peter Winston and Keith Langston, live-watching episode of WIF Superstars that aired May 20th, 1989. You can follow Peter on Twitter at GF Allentown Pod. You can also see his YouTube channel. Peep that out. The Sportscasters. What a way to start your 14th season. The one and only Bob Costas joined Steve Bennett. And this was not an episode of Layer with Bob Costas. That was many years ago. You can follow Steve on Twitter at sports underscore casters and on Instagram at the sports casters. The Loyal Littles podcast, Chuck and Roxy, started the new year by 
talking to Steve Sigourney and ended the old year by talking with Jim Banker. You can follow Chuck and Roxy at Loyal Little's Pod on Twitter and the Loyal Little's Podcast on Instagram. One in 36. How about this, folks? A woman named Jennifer P., who is a parent of a child at the Anderson Center. By the way, happy centennial to the Anderson Center for Autism down in the Hudson Valley. This is their 100th anniversary year. Congratulations. From a little further up the thruway. You can follow the Anderson Center on Twitter at Anderson Autism and Instagram at Anderson Center for Autism. And also the Lawrence Ross Show every Friday or every weekend on your podcatcher. You can follow my mans on social media at Blind Lawrence. You can follow this podcast, subscribe, download new episodes whenever they come out on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts. While it still lasts, I found out it's going to be going away later this year, sadly. On Spotify, Podbean, I think it's still on there. Well, if your podcatcher, the one you normally use, that is, doesn't have our podcast, just rip the RSS feed address, paste it on there, you're good to go. If said podcatcher has reading and or rating capabilities, no, rating and review capabilities, sorry, <laughs> after the holidays, folks. Anyway, if at least one of those are on your podcatcher, give yours truly a good start to the new year. Give them a five-star rating and a good wrap. Thanks in advance for all of that. All right, folks, we got a couple of things here we want to get to, one longer than the other, so I'll get the shorter out of the way. There are some plans in the works for this podcast in the year 2024, and I'm happy to announce that on the last day of 2023, I have set up a new way that you can financially support this podcast. As you know, I've been on Patreon for a while, but old Lazy Bones McGee speaking, that's me in case you're wondering, didn't get enough of gumption or the courage or whatever to monetize that some buck. Well, here's a new way you can do it. It's called buymeacoffee.com. Now, I'll put the link on the website. and I'll put the website link on the show notes, what I want to say. And what you can do is you just click on the link and donate how much you can. You know, it's not a whole lot of money. I know uh, things are tight these days financially for most folks. So just give whatever you can. The website is buymeacoffee.com slash keep it to yourself podcast. I didn't put my name on there, thankfully. I have to go the uh, rigmarole of spelling that thing every time. Oh, one more little thing before we move on. It may not look like winter as I look outside the window in the living room here at Bullet House, but it does get me thinking about the month of April, which is World Autism Awareness and Acceptance Month. And color me ambitious, but I'm going to emphasize the word world in that regard as I'm going to take a little globetrotting trip, audiophonically that is, into the world of autism outside the United States. Okay, well, in this country and other parts of the world too. Going to get some guests lined up, though, you know, time zones being what they are, the scheduling for interviews is really going to be cockeyed, especially one guy in Australia. I was thinking about that earlier today. It's going to be a real humdinger trying to get him on. But anyway, you have that to look forward to in the next few months. So keep an ear out to your pod radios for that. So there's that. 
Now to news of better importance and greater too, if I had to imagine. We are into the National Football League playoffs as we hit mid-January, and it is Super Wild Card Weekend. Just think, folks, six, count them, six games over three days. We got two on Saturday, three on Sunday, and a Monday nighter. So you're going to have yourself a heck of a time watching football. And this is the best weekend of the season, or the postseason, as the case may be. Now, I'm going to update the standings on the Stone Cold Lead Pipe Lock of the Century of the Week. Unfortunately, just below 500, 4 and 5. So what we're going to do is just pick a straight-up winner for each of the six, count them, six games that we have on tap this weekend. And we're going to go in chronological order. So starting with the Saturday curtain raiser and going right on through Monday night. Lots to get to, not enough time to do it. So let's just dispense all formalities and get right into it. Maestro? Alright folks, let's start with the curtain raiser, Saturday afternoon, 4.30 Eastern. This game will be on NBC and streaming online on Peacock, their streaming platform. The Houston Texans hosting the Cleveland Browns. On the Cleveland side, Joe Flacco coming in for Deshaun Watson after his injury. I don't know, maybe he needs as an excuse to get himself at the Lux Massage, but who knows. So Joe Flacco, former Ravens quarterback and Super Bowl champion, mind ye. Stepped in, he's performed admirably, but the defense has been the bigger story. Miles Garrett, oh boy, a real beast from what I've heard. C.J. Stroud on the Houston side of the equation. He's been the surprise of the regular season. He's helped get the Texans here. Sorry, my voice broke. But Houston's here mainly because Jacksonville wound up not doing their part and they lost to Baltimore. No, wait a minute, Baltimore faced Pittsburgh. Right, anyway. The Jags lost. They got eliminated. They lost to Tennessee, excuse me. Well, C.J. Stroud's got some maturing to do, but I'm going to say Cleveland rocks. Cleveland wins on this one, so take the Browns. All right. Well, you won't be able to see this game on television unless you have Peacock. Other than that, your Saturday night plans are pretty much shot if you're a football fan. And we're going to Kansas City. Kansas City, here we come. The Chiefs playing host to the Miami Dolphins, 8 p.m. Eastern kick for that game. These were two teams that were floundering down the stretch in different degrees. Miami, well, could be fool's goal. Tua Taivagaloa had himself a great season, but I'd say fool's goal in that one. Meanwhile, the Chiefs' struggles, well documented. Two words, Taylor Swift. That's all I'm saying. So despite all that, I'm going to take Kansas City for the win on that one. That completes the Saturday slate. We move on to Sunday. 1 o'clock in the afternoon on CBS and online at Paramount+. Plus. The Buffalo Bills play host to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Both teams knocked out the aforementioned Jacksonville Jaguars out of playoff contention in the final week of the regular season. Their award? They get to face off against each other in the Super Wildcard round. Now, Steelers lack themselves a, well, actually they got here because of luck and a new offensive coordinator. Matt Canada got dispatched. And I don't know offhand who they replaced him with, but he's done wonders. Mason Rudolph helping out in that regard, getting him to the playoffs. Buffalo, well, they've had their struggles too. This is a common theme this round, some of these teams. They had a fight like dogs 
to fend off the Dolphins for the AFC East title, but here they are for the fourth year in a row going into the postseason as division champions. I'm going to say Bills Mafia will be celebrating in the cold, snow, whatever. we got some cold temperatures coming this weekend, so I'm taking the Bills in this game. Sunday at 4.30 on the Fox Network and whatever streaming service they have, the Dallas Cowboys hosting the Green Bay Packers. Mike McCarthy, could this be a revenge game? He was coached for many years up in Green Bay. He dealt with a quarterback by the name of Aaron Rodgers. You heard of him? He's making the news recently, not for good. Dak Prescott is who Max McCarthy's been dealing with. There's some unwanted distraction in my book with Bill Belichick getting the, you know, not getting the boot, parting mutually with the New England Patriots. There's some talk that Mike McCarthy might get the boot. Jerry Jones might call in Bill Belichick says, come on down, son. You have to deal with the likes of CeeDee Lamb and all. Good luck with that, if that's the case. So, that's Green Bay's in. Got the seven seed, Jordan Love. The team struggled a little bit. But they're not going to get very far. Dallas in a walk. All right, the nightcap. 8-15 on NBC and Peacock. The Detroit Lions, for the first time in living memory, it seems, are hosting a playoff game. And they're going to be hosting the Los Angeles Rams. Ooh, boy. This is going to be a nail-biter if you're in Motown. Matthew Stafford coming back to the scene of the crime, as it were. He was the quarterback. These two quarterbacks, Stafford and Jared Goff, were traded for each other. One had it a lot better than the other. Stafford won a Super Bowl with the Rams two years ago. And Jared Goff, well, he's just been Jared Goff. Detroit has their first division title since 1993. Yours truly was in fifth grade dealing with Mrs. Shuff at Division Street School. But sorry, Lions. Enjoy it while it lasts. It ain't going to last long. We're going to ram it. Take the Rams in this one. Finally, the only time in the playoffs where it's Monday Night Football. And the last time you're going to hear the MNF theme for a while. The Philadelphia Eagles, well, you could have had the NFC East in the two seed, but ruined, ruined by Tommy Cudlitz himself and a host of assorted others. They get the five seed instead, a wild card spot, and they have to travel to Tampa Bay, take on the Buccaneers. Now, the Bucs have had a shaky start, but then again, I don't know what's worse, the team or the division in which they play, the NFC South. The Eagles, well, they didn't have their issues, or they weren't without them, I should say, especially down the stretch. They, get, As I mentioned earlier, they got the five seed rather than the two seed in the NFC East title that went to the Cowboys. And A.J. Brown's injury last week against the Giants didn't help matters a damn sight. It's hard to pinpoint who's going to be the winner here. Just look at They're about even in terms of... My, I somehow think the Eagles are going to get the win. They're going to escape with that one. So, there you have it. My Super Wildcard Weekend Picks. And that will do it for Episode 203 of the Keep It To Yourself Podcast. I thank you as ever for listening. Once again, may I be the last to wish you a happy and safe New Year 2024. Big stuff coming for the Kitty Pod this year. I just know it. Actually, I wouldn't make book on it. But anyway, thanks again for listening. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the first part of the new year. And as always and above all else, 
Wait for it. Wait for it. Keep smiling. Otis lives. Oh yeah, kick it! But we don't have the shaputzfa to do it.